he's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. In the transparent truth. Ha ha! Welcome, welcome. You now listen to the transparent truth. It's the unplugged version. Friday's unplugged version of the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Intercom Studios. Sidekick, partner, hombre, Greg Biggins. GB, what up? What up? How, you, how we feeling, man? Feeling good. We need we need a title for the show, don't we? Yeah, Friday. I, I like I like the unplugged show, but okay. we, you know, we'll we'll Maybe the fans out there can send in some requests. You should yeah. call it this. You should name it that. Yeah, yeah. Give us some suggestions if you yeah. don't mind. We need a show. For, we need a, a title, a subtitle for the Friday show now that it's the offseason. But we're here, and we got a, a good show today. We're talking transfers. We're talking coaching changes. We're talking the offseason. 707's getting started. GB. First thing on my mind is huge coaching change. Mm. Crespi to Servite, Troy Thomas. Back to Servite, right? Back this to Servite. This is where Servite. he won a state title. He had much success at Servite. Yeah. And there was some talk. Though, when, when Troy left, it wasn't on the best of terms with, sure. with some people there. I've always liked Troy a lot. He's one of my favorite guys. He's a real, uh, he's 100% is what he is. He's a guy you can just go hang out with and talk football with. And all in the strength and conditioning program, he runs a tight, hard ship. A yep. lot of players don't really like that. He's going to push you extremely hard. He's extremely disciplined. So he's got to get players. That's the, that's the big thing. And, you know, you're in the Trinity League. It's it's Right now it's free agency season. No question. they got to try to keep some guys from leaving. They've already lost a couple of players. And, and then they get some guys in there. But, man, depending on who else he brings on that staff and kind of heard some names. But I'm excited to see Troy back in the Trinity League. I think uh, it's going to be fun for sure. Yeah, I mean, keep some players. I mean, that's got to be – Priority number one, and they've been decimated by transfers over the last three years. Oh man, they're, they're maybe their best player coming back, Trent McDuffie, Spencer Lytle. You know, they're they're both at Bosco now, and so they still got some guys. But uh, man, it's, it's, they're not just losing guys; they're losing them to rivals, to league rivals. Yeah. So yeah, they definitely got to keep some and hopefully bring some in. That's why I think whoever he, he brings in as a staff, it sounds funny. But you almost have to bring in guys like a college coach, bring in some recruiters. There's no question. <laughs> so, you, so you can keep these guys from leaving. There's no doubt about it. You need some recruiters. You're in the Trinity League. Those other teams, they're going to be out there getting players. They're going to be getting transfers. You better have uh, you he some. Needs a, he needs a Coach Tosh or a Coach Meat or a Coach Hayward or someone who, who's going to attract guy Dante Williams, the high school version. There's no question about it. You better have them. If you don't have them, you're going to be on the, the, the bottom side of that butt kicking every week in the Trinity League. So best of luck to Coach Troy Thomas. He's back to kind of where he made his name at Servite and uh, looking forward to seeing what he can do in this loaded, absolutely loaded Trinity League. Now, speaking of Trinity League, we're talking some transfers. Mm. Maybe the number one recruiting class in the country, modern-day Monarchs. Uh, You talk about loading up in the offseason. They get two four-star transfers from Rancho Cucamonga, Jeremiah Cordell, Sean Money Dollars. GB, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, don't just stop. I mean, 
Brayden Huffman Dixon, yeah. a four-star receiver, no and question. A, a future five-star quarterback in Bryce Young out of the 20 class. So it was funny, after I think we did our, our final matchup show after the season was over, you know, when we said, hey, looking at what they have lost, who's coming back, we gave Bosco the, you know, edge. the edge going into next year. Sure. How do you, I mean, do we still go with Bosco? I, I mean, no. No? The edge now shifts to modern day. Jeremiah Cordell, Sean Dollars, two four-star players. Braden Huffman Dixon, a two-way athletic kid on the outside with size and length. And then maybe the most dynamic player, regardless of position across the country, 2020 quarterback Bryce Young, who's absolutely phenomenal, checks in. We thought Bosco. I know modern day now. I thought Bosco. I know modern day now. To me, they're the clear cut favorite. Yeah, I mean, so let's let's talk about modern day for a second. So Bryce Young is going to be the quarterback. Sure. Uh, Sean Dollars is going to probably be the primary ball carrier. Shakobi Harper is still there. Chris sure. Street transferred to Jay Sarah. Right. Uh, at receiver, so they had Brew McCoy. Sure. Who I think we both have as our number one player in in California, in the West. You might say nationally, right? I would say top five nationally. So. I think Brew is going to be the, the focal point at receiver. Now you got Huffman Dixon. You got a great looking tight end that they didn't use too much. Michael Martinez, offensive line, they lost four guys. Uh, George Mikey Hahn is coming in there. Sure. Miles Moreo was a, a, a next level guy for no sure. Uh, defensively, again, lost a lot of guys in that front seven. Mace Foon is coming back. Uh, that back end is going to be really good, right? Elias oh, yeah. Ricks is a you know a top ten player, probably in the twenty class. Uh, Green Warren is exceptional. Alafazio. Uh, Alafazio is coming back. Yep. Now you've plugged Cradell sure. into that secondary. So modern day, you don't see a whole lot of holes. You probably need to probably add some some bulk up front on the D line. Sure. Uh, Keon, uh, we- need- Keon Ware Hudson. Yeah. Will be returning yeah. from injury. So that will be big because for me, you know, Tui Halamaka was a huge transfer. No that we didn't really talk about too much. Recently committed to Oklahoma State. Yeah. But he kind of came in as an inside guy. You, you lose him, but you bring in, you know, Keon Ware Hudson, who's before his injury, he was about 260. And he told me last week he's 295 now. So yeah. he needs to get make, we need to get him quick. Sure. But man, put him in that nose guard. He's a good football he's player. Gonna, he's a good football player. So I think modern day looks like they're really strong on both sides of the ball. And you know, they're not done yet. There's probably more guys that are coming in that we haven't, you know, I, I don't want to mention them yet because it's not official. But sure. Yeah, Mare looks very, very strong as the, uh, as this free agency period gets kicking up. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's move over to Bosco. I still like Bosco. I okay. Still, I'm, not, I'm not saying over modern day. I, for me, it's still 1A, 1B. Okay. So here's who they So they added Spencer Lytle Who's and up? Trent McDuffie. Two very okay. good players. Yeah, I mean, so that secondary, they, you know, they lost both safeties. Sure. Uh, really good safeties. Jaden Woodby, Stephen Blaylock. They have P3 on one corner, Chris Steele on the other corner. They bring in Titus Toller and Trent McDuffie. Both those guys from Servite. Here's what I would do. I, I would, and he probably hates this. I would move Chris Steele to, to free safety, along with Titus Toller, and I'd have P3 and McDuffie as my two corners. I, and I'm not, I'm not saying Chris can't play corner in college, but I think at the high school level, I want my best DB playing safety. Middle of the field. I think you can middle of the field. You can sure. do. So, you make so many more plays. If you're on that island, all they can do is they can just stay away from you the whole game. What impact did you really have? You put a guy like Chris at free safety, let him roam around, sure. come up and bang people and run support. 
You know, he had one interception this year. Yeah. He goes to free safety. He's going to have five or six next year. Yeah. So that's what I would do. That secondary now, you lost some guys. Now all of a sudden, it's looking really strong with Toller and Steele. Toller's a physical kid that's strong. You got, I think P3's got, a, got another jump up in his game that he can make. And then McDuffie's an elite athlete. Yeah, I don't I don't see McDuffie as a big-time safety. I like him, really like him at corner. He's mm-hmm. athletic. He can run. He's got ball skills. I don't see him being a safety type. Chris Steele is an ideal safety. Can play corner. Good corner. I think he's an ideal safety, especially in the high school level. He can run. He can hit. He's extremely vocal. Smart he's as re- heck. Sm- smart as heck. Football <laughs> IQ. And he's well-respected by his peers, by his teammates. Those are guys... That can take, they can take a lashing from Chris and not get butt hurt about it, right? Absolutely. They can take, they can take his leadership and not feel offended. So I think you're totally right. You're totally on on track uh, with Chris Steele. I don't like Trent McDuffie as safety, but again, Bosco secondary loaded as they were last year. So offensively, uh, added a kid out of the 21 class, Notre Dame, Bo Collins. Oh, remember this GB. kid? So he's there. Oh yeah, he's there. Six oh, yeah. four receiver. Oh yeah. They add him to Kobe Bowman. They they lost Josh Delgado. IMG. IMG. Sure. But they, you still bring back Bowman. You bring back Chris Hudson. You bring back Jude Wolf. You add Bo Collins. That's a nice receiving core. You have all three running backs. George Halani, Sand Beast, Keith Savage. Sure. So you got those three running backs coming back. You have a healthy Maris Talavo. You lose Cole Sane. Uh, you lose Kevin Koblenz. So you probably, again, you need to get some guys up front. Sure. Which you know Bosco will. But obviously you got DJ, Wooey, Unalele running the show. Yep. For We got for two years, maybe four times, you got to see Bryce Young and DJ going head-to-head. I can't wait for that matchup right there. You're, you're glowing right now, Dude, man. no, because I just, this, I just, I would love, I just, I love both kids. They're so unique yeah, in sure. their skill sets. You sure. know, DJ's the, you know, the Cam Newton guy, the big pocket guy with the, the big arm that can run around. Uh, I think underrated athlete, you got Bryce, who can run around, but I think his underrated arm strength, not from us, but I mean, he, he can sling that thing, absolutely make every throw. They're both leaders. They're both winners, both friends. Yeah. So we'll see if they stay that way. Hopefully they do. Yeah. Won't be a, a Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas type of deal. Where well, 20 but, uh, years later, we got to kiss yeah, and make up. Yeah. The whole kissing thing was kind of weird for me. It's a little weird. Now, they used to do that before, before games. Kind of like saying epiphany. It's a little I weird. Don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see <laughs> DJ and Bryce kissing on the cheek before games. I'm Polynesian, man. We kiss everybody, but not guys. Yeah. Um, that's got to off topic real real fast. We did, we? but Let's bring still, it back. Still, bring it man, back. still, Bosco, <laughs> modern day, still the cream of the crop. They've loaded up in the offseason. Free agency has been great to both teams for a few years now running. Tremendous matchup, but we got to move on from yeah. them, Greg. Who else capitalized in free agency this so offseason? I think Jay Sarah is not done. They added two linemen from Centennial, whose names I can't pronounce. I'm not even going to try. Okay. Um, Again, no disrespect to Jay Sarah, but I don't get why anybody leaves Matt Logan's program. But anyways, Jay Sarah was able to get two guys, two linemen, added Chris Street, who I think is a big-time running back. Absolutely, He's got two years to go. He's just a sophomore right now. Added one of your, Caden Bell from Servite. You talked about that guy all year long. So you got him coming in as a quarterback. Again, uh, Tariq Luggett, Manu McClain, that receiver. Jay Sarah's got some dudes all of a sudden. They're not done yet either. Oh, no. Let me tell you something. That recruiting machine at Jay Sarah is just starting to kick in the high gear. Guys are coming over in droves. They've got athletes. They're getting some bigs in, like you said, some transfers. 
from Centennial, the Husky program. Jay Sarah is a team that you better look out for in free agency because they're going to have a slew of guys transferring at the semester, and then another slew of guys are going to be transferring in the summertime. You can bet your bottom dollar on it. So Westlake, a couple of nice additions to their program. Already had our guy Cameron Fabi Kalanen. Now they add Gabe Floyd yep. and Blaze McKibben from Sarah as their quarterback. Westlake kicking it in and high gear. I don't gear. think they're done either. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Gabe's going to be a two-way guy, linebacker, running back. You got Blaze going to be the center caller. You got Cam. You got some good underclassmen. Seth you know, Watch Yeah. Big Seth. Watch out. Yeah. Better watch out. Oaks Christian. Westlake's coming up. <laughs> yeah, they've. Right? Uh, listen, let me tell you something. They got a lot of money to spend in free agency, and they, they've signed their guys. It's just, it is what it is. That's figure of speech we're talking yeah, right now. Figure because of people, speech, absolutely. We're going to go yeah, on the Sports yeah, Limited no. Facebook page and say, see, Coach Keith even told us they're getting their no, paying no, kids. No, 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 no. Figure of speech, the whole free agency thing. They got a lot of cap space. <laughs> <laughs> they're, si- they're signing guys. And uh, they look good moving forward, man. They got some they big-time do. playmakers at some specialty positions. So Cam Stevens left Ranch, Rancho Cucamonga. He's at Cajon High School now over there with uh, with Darren Jones and Jaden Daniels. Man, Rancho just got absolutely gutted. Gutted. That's the great great word. Yeah. Gutted. I'm not sure what, the, what Rancho has left, but Cam Stevens is a quality defensive back. They added him to Jay Perk. They added him to Jaden Daniels. Darren Jones, they got some difference makers over there at Cajon. They got a great chance to maybe go back to back and try to this year win a sure. state title. Came sure. up a little bit short last year, but you know now they think they're hungry. They got a chance to go back to back and maybe win it this year. Listen, Cajon High School, state title appearance. I mean, they got one of the best quarterbacks in the 2019 class on the West Coast. Of course, we know Darren Jones is a freaky stork at receiver. Mm. Uh, man, you come in with Cam Stevens now. Again, he's going to probably be a two-way guy, receiver, defensive back. That's a good pickup for them, man. No question about it. Yeah. So these are just kind of the, a few of the headliners. Again, I don't want to talk too much about guys that just haven't enrolled yet. Yeah. Because there, there are a few out there. And until the kid makes it official, I don't, don't really want to say too much about it. But, man, those are just a few. And it's going to get cranked up even more, I think, in the summertime. No, it, it will get cranked up, and uh, I'm anxious to see who checks in the Sarah, right? Yeah. Who checks in the Oaks Christian, you know? Who checks into Santa Margarita? Speaking of who checks into Santa Margarita, how about the freshman quarterback, Trillian Harris? Yep. Transferring from Chaparral, going to Santa Margarita, going to replace Josiah Norwood, the senior quarterback yep. who was a dynamic dual threat in 2017, now coming in with the big lefty, Who's grown now to six foot four? Dang. Played really well in the USA football game on ESPN. Now it's gonna be a Santa Margarita Eagle. It's gonna be interesting to see how he fits in with that crop of players and also in the Trinity League. You know, getting back to coaching changes and and I gotta talk about Mission Viejo. It's got Chad Johnson, former Bosco right. offensive coordinator. And Mission, they return a lot of talent. Yeah. Right? Joey Yellen is coming back. I think Chad's gonna be great with him. Chad's you know, he did all the strength conditioning at Bosco, but also, you know, he was the quarterback coach. He was the OC. I think he was big for DJ's development. So, Joey Yellen, a guy he knows. Sure. Because Joey was at Bosco. Sure. Before he went to Mission Viejo. Achille Arnold, you know, is coming back. Jamari Farrell is coming back. Um, Mission's going to get some guys to, to move in there and, and, and play for him. So, sure. Uh, Reese Height, defensive lineman, is coming back. So, Mission's 
they're not going to be going anywhere. I think they're still going to be really tough to beat uh, in South Orange County, playing against teams like Tesoro and San Clemente. So curious to see how Chad does with his own program. I think he's going to do really well. He's a super smart guy, really good football coach. So Diablos, watch out for them. Diablos, they, they've, they've always got cap space. They always have an impact transfer in the offseason. Uh, coaching change, Co- Coach Johnson. Uh, did a great job for so long. Now the new Coach Johnson is in. Same name, new guy, and uh, he's, he's got a lot of pedigree behind him. A little less abrasive. A little less abrasive. <laughs> Not the best money can buy, a but more, a little, little more accessible. A little more subtle as well. Uh, but Chad, like you said, strength conditioning, offensive coordinator. He's got a really good pedigree. Did a terrific job at Bosco for a number of years. Now he's running his own program, doing things the way he wants to do them. And uh, Diablos, man, they're always a threat in Southern California. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Oh, by the way, Jake Bailey, Bosco, too. We didn't mention him as one of the guys to watch for next year. He lives in that Mission Mijo area, so we got to throw him in the mix. Talk about Bosco and how Bosco and Monterey kind of line up. Jake's a good two-way guy, and he can play nickel. He can play in the slot. Yeah. Jake's another good football player that I I always want to throw out because he kind of gets underrated, I think. He's just a quality football player, though, so... Again, sometimes you got to bring it back to Bosco in modern day. Upland. Jake's good. Upland, Upland lost the quarterback, didn't they? they dude, I should have wrote this. These are just kind of keep popping in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, David Baldwin's at IMG. Had a good talk with David. Um, God, such a nice kid. Yeah. You know, he For him, it was it was a similar conversation to what Bryce Young said. He goes, I have my offers. Although, shoot, he got Georgia and I think Florida. Yeah, since right, he's right, been right, at since IMG. He's been. But he's, you know, it wasn't about offers or exposure. He just wants to develop. Sure. And he felt like that's the that's the place to get him right from a physical standpoint, from a strength program standpoint, nutrition standpoint, and then just playing top level competition yeah. week in and week out. And Matt, I love Upland's schedule. I think they play a lot of quality teams, but I think David felt like, man, going to IMG will better prepare me for college than staying here. Kind of the same thing Bookie and TJ told us last year. So yeah, yeah David Baldwin, the strong arm lefty. Yeah. I'm interested to see. Who IMG plays? I'm. I talked to Terry Bullock a couple of days ago. Man, I really wish Bosco would play him. I know. I know Terry wants to. Yeah. I think Modern Day and Bosco kind of have a little gentleman's agreement. They're not going to play IMG. They don't really agree with the IMG program itself. But I would love to see IMG come out here and play Bosco or Modern Day, just because all the jaw jacking going back and yeah, forth, sure. and just man, just let's play the game. Let's just play. Let's just see what happens. You know let's who we it. haven't talked about. Calabasas pick up any any transfers this offseason? Um, might check in there. I'm not I'm, I'm not sure. Well, we talked about Chris Claiborne. Yeah, coaching change. New, new coaching change. He's got yeah. Curtis Conway coming in as, as receiver coach. and Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman, running back coach, right? Yeah. So he's got his son Micah Pittman and Johnny Wilson. Might be the best receiver duo yeah. that I can think of. Yeah, there's no question I'm trying about to, that. I'm trying to think as I'm talking here, but I can't think of a no. better junior. No. I don't get junior, sophomore, senior, sophomore, yeah, eighth great, grade, doesn't matter. Great combination. Yeah. Those two guys uh, with shoot a really good quality quarterback. You know, we talk about DJ and Bryce, but in that 20 class, Jaden Casey's big time. No question. He's about really, it. really good. So, no, Chris is jacked. He's he's super pumped. I talked to him right after he got the job. And now he's been to DC there before. So he sure. understands the school. He knows what it's all about. Yep. So he's he's ready to go. And the former coach, Casey Clawson, is at Alamany now. Right. So. Another coaching change. Uh, I think Casey's going to do well. He's got his brother Rick alongside with him, and he told me, man, he goes, he, he so we got we got some really young talent 
here. He goes, I don't know how we'll do it this year. Yeah. But in a couple of years, when these sophomores come up, yeah. And you know, wherever Casey goes, he always has guys kind of following him. He, he set records at Calabasas for getting guys to transfer in there. Oh, he's got a ton of cap so space. So he, he's he's gonna get, he's gonna get some guys at Alamany. I think next week's show, there's there's two more coaching changes that are pretty big. I can't mention yet because it's not official. Yeah. I mean, they both I, kind of accepted it, but it's not. Oh, because I I, dotted sure, I was sure was about to ask you. Dotted eyes and cross T's. Long Beach Poly, they're kind of waiting on a guy to sign a deal. That wasn't who I was speaking of. Who do you, oh, okay. Who, yeah, who are you hearing for Polly though? Are you, you know you, what? You hearing any guys? I, no, you know what? I'm not hearing any guys. Okay. I heard Jim Moore, Jim Moore Jr. For Long Beach Poly. I did. Interesting. I did. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Uh, but no, I, th- that's the only thing I've heard. I don't know how true that is. Long Beach Poly, I mean, if I were to come out of coaching, if I were to come out of retirement to go back into coaching, there's two places I'd go, Greg. Yeah. Long Beach Poly, one of them. So. Yeah, Long Beach Poly, it's, it's different now. It is what it is, Greg. I mean, from talking to AP quite a bit, I think it was a constant frustration yeah. at not being able to get kids into school who were in the district. And they're playing against teams that are able to get guys in from all over. I think there's a constant frustration there. Yeah, I got a little constant frustration too right now then, Greg. Because listen, you know who they did get in? They got Jermaine Lole in. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got the Markham Twins in. You know what I mean? They got a bunch of guys. They got Jalen Hall in. Ashore <laughs> Crosswell's in. Greg, I don't I don't know how you can... Yeah, the Twins were already already poly kids. Yeah, I mean, but my, no, I'm just saying, yeah. Crosswell, Jaden Hall, Matt Corral. Yeah, they weren't hurting yeah. for talent. Yeah, but I mean, they weren't hurting for talent. But I think they could have been even more talented. I mean, man for man, they didn't have more talent than Marty or Bosco. No, they didn't. But how talented, how stacked do you want your squad? Man, I want it super stacked. Come on, man. I want it. I want stacked. I want my backups to be stacked. Sheesh. I want it in my favor. Coach, I've never had that. I want to pick my spots. I've never had that. I don't know. I've only had that with my wife. She's the only stacked individual I've ever had in my life. But that's beautiful. Just going with the. I know. I'm gonna get points for that. Giving some love to the she wife. She listens right every there. week. Does she? Oh uh, yeah. Mine does too. There. We're both a couple weeks behind. Yeah. But uh, no, Polly is definitely a absolute goldmine tradition yeah. like no other. So yeah, man, I I totally forgot about Polly. Yeah. I wonder who the heck they're gonna get. I need to dig around a little bit. How about Dorsey? Yeah, who's Dorsey gonna get? They got an opening. Yeah, they got a, They have an opening for sure. It's gonna they be interesting. Op- Where's Charles Mincy Jr. gonna transfer to? You know, he's not gonna stay at Dorsey, right? Charles Mincy Sr. even said that. His I talked to Sr. And, and he's Sr.'s getting some opportunities. Sure. So again, until it's official, we don't want to speculate or say too much. But uh, it's gonna be a fun off season, right? Seven on seven is already kicking up. Yeah, a lot going on every weekend. You got any? I got. I got. A, I'm gonna come out strong with my with my view on seven on seven. You got something? Man, I've always got a view on seven on seven. But I'm gonna let you take the so take the uh, mine showcase is, here. My, I'm, not, I'm not taking a shot at seven on seven. No, particularly. But here's what I here's what I'm already getting people telling me this, and I'm already seeing the film of guys slapping and tackling and doing all that. But here's the most overrated stat that people always want to throw at me when it comes to seven on seven, and specifically the corner position. I had nine deflections. I would love to see nine deflections. Well, I'm hearing I didn't give up a single reception. You know why that's such an overrated statistic, coach? Because no one caught any balls on me all game, all day. You know what? Did I, you know what, what I ahead. saw? Talk to me. Because I know you're. I see you, that look in your eyes. You what held is, the guy every route. 
here's why I don't care about the end result. When it comes to evaluating corners, I'm watching the play, and if you got beat by five yards and the quarterback overthrew his receiver, you took an L. If you got beat by five yards and you grabbed the guy's jersey and nobody calls P.I. because they don't ever call P.I. in 7-on-7, you took an L. If you're having a clutch and grab and headlock and basically Fest. mug the guy yeah. for 20 yards, I don't mean the five yards. I'm yeah. talking about 20 yards down the field and you're slapping at the guy and hugging him and they don't ever call that. Yeah. But it's an incomplete pass, yeah. and you do the whole this thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole you know incomplete sign. You're doing the incomplete sign. You look foolish, corners. You look silly. When you do the incomplete sign after the receiver beats you by five yards, guess what? In GB's eyes. It's an L. And probably Coach Keith's eyes. There's no question. You just lost the rep. So I don't ever want to hear anyone brag about how many balls were not completed on you because I'm not watching the end result. I'm watching the play, specifically how you look. I'd rather see a guy lose a rep in terms of a guy catches the ball. Yeah. But I want to see if you show me some short area quickness, if you're right on the guy, it makes a great throw, great catch. That means more to me than you basically holding a guy for 20 yards or having a quarterback overthrow a guy who was wide open in the other quarterback it's a touchdown but you got beat by a by a receiver who may or may not be a legitimate high school receiver more or less a college recruit don't brag about how many balls were caught I want to know how well did you cover during that route and the same goes for receivers Greg can we stop taking three yards to get off three seconds to get off the line of scrimmage I got seven fakes I'm gonna make to get off the line of scrimmage to run a slant, right? Uh, so, no, I, I agree with you. 707, it, it has its detractors. It also has its, high, its positive points. You get to see athleticism, ball skills. Um, I've got my own issue with it. For, I mean, I was watching a, a tape of 707 the other day of a kid, a highly rated kid. One of the highest rated kids in America played 707. It was five reps, and he held the receiver all five reps. This was a tape he was promoting. Any any penalties called? On no any penalties called. I mean, he not. either grabbed him, held him, slang him around, and listen. That's not how football is played. I would rather you play with your hands behind your back and let me see you just move your feet and turn your hips. Here's what I told Malik James, because Malik did his own tournament, and he goes, "So what do you think? You know, improvements for next year?" I go, "You know what I would love to see? I go, I would love to see you or someone do a tournament, just one tournament." and not allow press coverage. Off coverage. Unless you're at the goal line, yeah. or if it's like second or third and five. Yeah. But if it's first and 10, whatever, I would love to, you, you cannot press, you have to play off. Yeah. Just to see, I just, just just to see if a guy can actually backpedal, turn, run, break. Sure. Not clutch and grab. Sure. No press, unless it's inside the five yard line or you know some stipulations, Yeah. third and three, go ahead and get on him. Sure. But man, I would love to see, Let's see, holding enforced. Because what you just said, and I know you're talking about it's the same guy who tackled the basically a guy. Yeah. There was the, he got a head slap, so I understand he's pissed off. Yeah. But no one ever calls it. Oh, no. So, therefore, these guys think that they're playing the right way. Bad habits. And then they go to, to the pads, and you still see the clutching, grabbing, and holding. And then maybe they do get called for PI, and they flip out because... In their eyes, what this is how I've played all spring and summer. Reinforcement of bad habits. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh, it, it drives coaches crazy. And coaches, Call it I the mean, right way. Yeah. Call it the right way, and then they'll, they'll get rid of all that garbage. But see, 
the referees aren't hired to call a bunch of flags. No. They're called to keep the game moving. They're called to keep the game moving. Yep. So they're not going to slow the game down to call holding. They're not going to slow the game down because somebody got his grab jersey grab. They're there. They're going to collect their check. They're going to keep the game moving. They're going to go home. It, again, 7 has its detractors. Even when you say third and three or inside the five, I was taught by Dwayne Walker how to coach defensive backs. At seven yards off, you can still challenge every route, be it a hitch, a slant, a speed out, whatever the case may be. You can challenge every route from seven yards off if your technique sound, eye discipline, and you play the game the right way. So even what you said, third and three or inside the five, you could still play and challenge every route in the route tree from off coverage. Would love to see that. DBs, take that on as a challenge. Play off coverage. Play off coverage. Move your feet. Play discipline. Learn to play the game the right way because the reinforcement of bad habits, it drives coaches, including Coach Keith, like me crazy in high school because you got to go back and reteach. And you have to retrain these guys mm-hmm. the right way. So instead of starting off at plus five where you ended the kid off at the season, he's now at negative four. So you got to get back to zero and then move to plus five. It's a headache. Yeah, here's uh, there's two issues that I see with it. Number one, kids are afraid to get beat. They're they're afraid they're just you know they have these these rankings and these offers and they're afraid that someone's gonna take a video of them getting beat. So they gotta clutch and grab and sure. do all that, which I get. You know, but just work on getting better. Yeah. It's the off season. No one cares. Pitchers give up home runs in preseason because they're throwing stuff, right? Yeah. So that's one. Another two thing is is Biggie Marshall had a video when he was in high school where he murdered a kid. I remember that. And ever since then, and it went viral. Yeah. Now everybody wants to do a viral video. I think what Tyreek Johnson or Tyreek Johnson. Yeah. Everybody wants to, to show that look at I'm gonna press slam this guy. Yeah. And look how impressive that looked. To me, that's stupid. It's a penalty. You look dumb. But yet you get a million views and everyone's, you know, the whole if I want to play with my kids, I'll play with that. I'll play with somebody I, else's dude, kids. I've heard I play that's, with my own that's kids. been used. Yeah. People have been saying that such a for such a long time. Right. So but everyone wants to Makes makes a make they want to be on a viral video yeah. and they're afraid to get beat. So that's why you see all this pressing and all this clutching and grabbing. Everybody wants to be a celebrity now. Everybody wants to be famous. I want a viral video. Mm-hmm. I want a million views. How about discipline and development? I don't know. Yeah. It works for Coach Saban. Get better. Work on getting better. Work on your craft. Yeah. Right. Whatever it is, we talked about JT Daniels a lot. He had a weakness. He couldn't move. Yeah. That well. Now the guy's running for 50 yards and hurdling guys. No question. Because he worked on his speed, athleticism, quickness. If you're a high-level corner, you're not getting better as a corner by clutching and grabbing and tackling guys. That, that, you're getting worse. You better? You're getting worse. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, like you put your hands behind your back and, and just play. Learn how Who to play. Who cares if you get beat, right? Learn how to play. Yeah. You want exposure? You got games one, two, one through ten to get your exposure. Learn how to play. It works for Coach Saban. Hey, it works for Coach Belichick. Discipline and development versus viral videos. So that's our show for today. Unplugged, Transparent Truth Fridays. Follow us on social media. You know our drives at Greg Biggins at Coach Keith underscore MP. Follow us the show. Follow the show. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
Before we let you go, we got to remind you about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. Again, we appreciate you joining us. Get with us next week, Wednesday. We're talking signing day, 2018. A lot of guys making decisions. GB will be in studio. I'll be in studio. We're going to bring it to you, the transparent truth. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.